Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you're facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, we are on part two of our series, The Truth About You with Jen Rogers. And if you missed last week, I encourage you, go back and listen to that because it was absolutely amazing. Jen, we are so excited to have you back here again this week. Now, Jen is going to start off by asking the question, what if what you did could influence others? Ladies, whether you realize it or not, you are influencers, influencing the lives of everybody around you. So here we go. Listen, when you walk around confident, think about somebody that you really like, somebody that you really appreciate. They have a certain confidence about something. They're secure in who they are, and you're automatically drawn to them because they're not mired in doubt. And we like certainty. <laughs> this may be why we dress the same. I don't know. We like certainty. What if what you said could save a life? God invites you in to sharing the good news of the gospel. And that is life-saving. That is life-changing. And I want to say, if you're like me and you have not had this bang-up, spectacular salvation moment, that's totally cool. And if you have this, I remember when I was at 17 and it happened at this time and, and in this place, that's really cool too. And what that tells me is that that's how God works. He works in different ways in each one of our lives. And He's asking us to share our testimony. That's something I share with these girls often. You have a story. And whether or not you grow up as a Christian, I would much rather have that testimony, by the way, than the testimony that I had. I would much rather say, I grew up in church and my mom and dad taught me about Jesus and it was amazing. I would much rather have that testimony. So you might be like, I don't really feel like I have a good testimony. No, I'd rather have yours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something to think about. Write out what your testimony is. Write out what you believe. And this is, it goes back to, we have the power to create with our words, whether we create them verbally or whether we write them down. And I'm not sure how much you push, I'm a journal pusher, write it down in your journal, because we forget things, even though we think we'll remember, we do forget things. And we can also see the growth that God is doing in our lives when we go and we look back. And we can also see the promises that he has fulfilled and the prayers that he has answered. We can learn from all of that. So we have the power to create. We have the power to save a life through our testimony. So if you're unclear what your testimony is, spend some time asking God to reveal that to you. And if you're wondering, do I have a testimony? Am I saved? Then I think you need to email Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. 
goodness, we can be so 100% sure that we are saved and that we're going to heaven. And uh, yeah, I would love to talk to any girl that is having a challenge, like not really sure if they're saved or not. God is so good. He is so good. And I will tell you, it is so much better. My life has been so much better living with God than it ever was without him. (laughs) He's so good. It goes back to confidence in knowing that we know who we are. And as a teenager, there's a lot that we don't know. And this is one thing that you can know for sure, that you are going to heaven if you believe and call upon the name of Jesus. Amen. Absolutely. You're talking about your story and that really, maybe they don't know how to share their testimony. Just like what I asked Jen at the beginning of this episode, I asked her, you know, where were you at before you said, I'm going all in with Jesus? Like, where were you at? Were you depressed? Were you broken? That's where I was at. (laughs) I was completely broken. I was a mess. And then what led me to that decision is funny because I had friends who were Christians from the time I was in kindergarten all the way through college, actually, and same friends. I was from a very small town in Missouri, which I know you're in Missouri right now. (laughs) Very small town. And so 90 something percent of us who went to kindergarten together, graduated together. And almost all of my friends were Christians and not one shared Jesus with me until they invited me to church. And it actually was just because I stayed the night with them, not because they were wanting me to know more about Jesus. (laughs) And at that church service is where I gave my life to the Lord. And I was like, this is what I've been missing my whole entire life. So you were talking about what if a word that I share could save a life that would have saved my life early on. I was from the Bible Belt. Everybody is a Christian in Missouri, probably more Christians than people. But, you know, I would have told you I was a Christian, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that meant until somebody shared with me what Jesus did. And I was like, this is what I've been missing my whole life. And when I was 17 years old, I said yes to Jesus. And today I I am a completely different person. (laughs) So not the same, not anywhere close. Like people look at me that I went to school with and like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah, that's so cool. You know, when I think about something evident, so we often talk about the fruit that comes once you start acting in righteousness, because God says, hey, you, I'm calling you to be holy because remember me, I'm the one who made you and I am holy and I'm calling you to be holy. And so in our holy walk, in choosing to focus on whatever is pure and lovely and right, then we bear different fruit. And when I think about the fruit and obvious fruit that my family could point to is my temper. So I grew up in a very angry household and my dad was my alarm clock in the morning, waking up, complaining about something. It didn't feel good. There was a lot of anger in my home and there was a lot of disunity in my home. And I was one of six kids. So there were a bunch of us in there and there was a lot of competition. I don't know what the cereal of today is, but I remember Mikey on the life cereal boxes and there was competition over who could get the life cereal because, you know, there weren't six bowls of cereal in one box of life and there were six of us. Uh, So I remember growing up in a very angry household. And I took that into my adulthood and it was only because of knowing who Jesus is and practicing walking righteousness and that failing forward. I talked about making a lot of mistakes and losing my cool a lot. But one day I recognized I am changed. I don't feel that hot bubbling anger come up inside of me. I really like that. And I will tell you, Jamie, as a teen, I didn't like myself at all. but. As a 50-something, I like myself. I would hang out with me. I enjoy who I am because I'm confident in who I am, not because of me, but because I know who God is and I'm on, I am committed to following his call 
on my life and to continuing to iterate my way to awesome on whatever it is that he has for me, I know that there definitely is fruit when you say yes to God. And it's really cool when you can recognize it, but definitely people around you will notice a difference. And ladies, as a teen, you can experience that fruit right now. You don't have to wait until you're older like we are. And just like you, Jen, when I was a teen, I did not like anything about me. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I was just a huge mess. Be thankful that you didn't meet me when I was a teen. Wait, that's a really bad country song. (laughs) It was was bad. I'll tell you something, though. I look at youth ministry and I look at Uncommon Teen and the girls there, and I just am so blown away by your all, by the faith that you guys have. I'm so blown away that you guys are not afraid to stand out from the crowd. You are not afraid to shine the light of Jesus on those around you. And that is amazing. Just this past October, we had Uncommon Teen Live, and we had a 14-year-old girl stand up and share her testimony of how she shared Jesus with so many people this past summer. And not only that, but in youth ministry, there's this student that comes in every single week, and he's telling us who it is that he's sharing Jesus with and how he hopes to lead them to Jesus. Ladies, you are making a difference right now. You can make a difference. If you have not stood up and said, you know, I'm doing this, I'm going all in. I encourage you to do so because you can see that fruit right now in your life. It's so good. I love the work that you're doing. I'm I'm just so excited about what you do. And I have listened to your podcast. Hey, so I don't know if your girls, if you tell your girls to go on ahead and share it with their moms, but share it with your moms <laughs> because it's really good. God is so good. I am just telling you, (laughs) he is just so good. I have moms that reach out to me all the time that say, hey, is it okay if my son listens to this podcast? And I'm like, absolutely. God's word is for everyone. Now I might say ladies and I might say she, but (laughs) the guys that listen to this podcast, we are so thankful that you're listening in. So just a quick shout out to you all. And ladies, as Jen said, if you're not sharing this with your mom, I encourage you, share it with your mom. I know several moms and daughters who listen to this together, and they do kind of a Bible study together. I love it. I think that's absolutely awesome. Now, ladies, I want to switch gears real quick. Earlier, Jen and I were talking about how you can know that you are saved. And it is something that you can know 100%. You don't have to guess on whether or not you're saved You don't have to doubt whether or not you're saved. And so I want to talk about that real quick. How do you know if you are saved? Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't think I'm saved or I'm really not sure. Salvation is a choice. It's something that you do by faith. And it's not a feeling. And when I say salvation, I mean, reaching out to God and saying, Jesus, save my life. And I'm going to walk through this real quick and just explain to you what this means. Because as we go into the Christmas season, this is what Christmas is all about. A lot of times we celebrate Jesus as a baby in the manger, and we're like so thankful that Jesus came to this earth. And yes, we are absolutely thankful. But Jesus wasn't just a baby. He grew up. And with his life, he is offering us a brand new life. And so Romans 5.12 says, when Adam sinned, Sin entered into the world. So Adam was the very first person to live on this earth. And he was without sin. He walked in the Garden of Eden with God every day. They had such a great relationship with each other. But then Adam chose to disobey God. And when Adam chose to disobey God, sin entered into the world by his choice. And then Romans 5.12 goes on to say, Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone for everyone sinned. So what does that word death mean? That word death is not just a physical death, although we do die today. If you look back in like the Old Testament, 
the Old Testament time, people lived to be like seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred years old, and you guys know this, but today we don't live that long. And the reason why is because more and more sin over the years has entered into the world. And so, yes, it does bring physical death. But what this is also talking about is spiritual death on the inside. Spiritually, we died. When Adam sinned, everybody who was born after the time of Adam and Eve's sin, which was everybody, now on the inside, we are spiritually dead. And because we're spiritually dead, if we mess up even one time, ladies, that's like even rolling your eyes at your mom. <laughs> if we mess up even one time, we don't deserve heaven. We deserve hell. And the reason is because God only accepts a hundred percent test score into heaven. So like even one mess up isn't a hundred percent. And you might be thinking, wow, that's uh that's not good for any of us. Well, there is good news, and let me share that good news with you. Romans 3.23 says, For everybody has sinned, we've all messed up, we all fall short of God's glorious standard, that 100% test score to get into heaven. Every one of us fails to reach that standard. But God came up with a plan because he knew that we couldn't do it on our own. So he came up with a plan. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, he so loved you, that he came up with a plan to send his only son, Jesus, to this earth to die on the cross for our sins so that when we believe in Jesus, we can have eternal life. Romans 5, 8 tells us, God showed his great love toward us by sending Jesus to die for us while we were still out there messing up. That's pretty incredible love. And then Jesus goes on to say in John 14, 6, he says, he is the way the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Jesus. Notice he didn't say, I am a way, I am a truth, I am a life. No, he said, I am the way. There is only one way to God. There is only one way to heaven, and that is through Jesus Christ. And there is only one way because he is the only one who lived a sinless life. When he walked this earth, he never messed up one time. He never rolled his eyes at his mom. He was never disrespectful. He never messed up even once. And not only that, but he is the only one who went to the cross, took our sins on his body on the cross down into hell for us so that we no longer deserved hell. But the only way that we can receive what he has done for us is by receiving him. He chose to trade places with us so that we're able to receive his free gift. He was the only one that was perfect enough to get into heaven. And see, the reason why we can't make it into heaven with even one sin is because God is 100% holy. He is 100% just. And if we mess up, we have to pay the consequences of those sins. Matthew 27, 32 through 46 says, Along the way, they came across a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. This is when Jesus is going to the cross. And they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave Jesus wine mixed with bitter gall, but when he tasted it, he refused to drink it. After they nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothing by throwing dice. They sat down and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Well, that was actually a mockery. They were making fun of him saying, oh yeah, this is Jesus, King of the Jews. They were making fun of him. 
but they didn't realize it was the truth. Verse 38 says, two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well, then if you're the son of God, save yourself. Come off that cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He's up on the cross dying for our sins, the hardest thing that he's ever had to do, and now he's living through mockery and ridicule. Verse 42 says, He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. So he is the king of Israel, is he? Let him come down from the cross right now and we'll believe him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. Even the revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridiculed him in the same way. Can you imagine? Then verse 45 goes on to say, At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? God had to turn his back on Jesus when Jesus was carrying the weight of the world's sin on his shoulders. God cannot even look at sin. And so he had to turn his back on Jesus when Jesus took our sins on the cross. And so now that Jesus has taken the sin of the world on his shoulders, he offers a trade with us. He says, you know what? I will give you my perfect life if you give me your sins. Romans 6.23 goes on to say, for the wages of sin is death. Our payment for messing up even once is death. We deserve hell. But then it goes on to say, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We can choose Jesus and be saved. Romans 10.9 and 10 then goes on to say, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Listen, ladies, this is as easy as it is to be saved. All you have to do is speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. And then verse 10 goes on to say, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Listen to that. All you have to do is believe in your heart. Jesus took your sins. He died on the cross went down into hell with your sins and mine, and God raised him from the dead. And then speak with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And that's all it takes to be saved. So many times we're thinking, it's got to be all these elaborate things. I got to do all of these amazing things for God. I've got to know the Bible. I've got to pray. I've got to do all these different things. But that's not true. The only thing that you have to do is to come to God just like you are with all of your mistakes. Believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and God raised him from the dead and speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. So all you have to do is call to God and say, God, I receive Jesus. I want Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for taking my sins on the cross with you so that I can have your brand new life. Thank you, God, for raising Jesus from the dead. Jesus, I believe that you are my Lord and it's as easy as that. Ladies, if you are listening to this and you're like, you know, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life, or you prayed and you said, Jesus, save me. I want what you have to offer. I make you the Lord of my life. Whether you've done one of those two things, I want you to reach out to me at jamie at uncommonteen.com and let me know. I want to celebrate with you. 
This right here is exactly what the Christmas season is all about. Jesus came to this earth to die for us so that we could have a brand new life with him. Jen, I am so excited to have you as a part of this podcast this week. Yeah, you're welcome. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ladies, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, two quick announcements before we head out. Ladies, Uncommenting Live is a life-changing conference, and conference tickets are on sale right now. Be on the lookout in your email next week because we have something special going on with those tickets. All you have to do to grab your tickets is to go to uncommentinglive.com. If you're not yet on our email list, head on over to uncommenting.com. Go to where it says don't miss a thing. Put your name and your email in there. That way you don't miss all of the amazing things that we are doing through Uncommon Teen. The second announcement is these boxes from the Beautiful Movement are amazing. If you have not got your box yet, now is a great time. If you use the code Uncommon Teen, all one word, you get to save on your next box. So head on over to jointhebeautifulmovement.com. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, 
And I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.